Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. Well, you've only got one pair of feet, and that pair of feet need to last you a lifetime. They will move you through the world, help you stand up to your day and ground you. But they also need a little bit of TLC to keep them soft, strong, and free from problems. In the studio with me today, I've got Ranesh and Rochelle. Good afternoon, guys. Good, Good afternoon, afternoon Joe. Uh, it's lovely to have you here. Um, these very, very special people are qualified foot health practitioners. And um, foot health is so important. So tell me, maybe, Rochelle, first, what made you decide to train to be a foot health practitioner? I think, Jill, a few factors actually have contributed to our decision in, in training as foot health uh, practitioners. I think me personally, working in a clinical environment, um, I noticed that there was a significant rise in the amount of patients that actually presented with foot problems. Mm. And, um, yeah, so... uh, And, and, and yes, it it was a small percentage of people that, you know, it was due to negligence, but there was a large percentage of people that couldn't actually care for their feet because of disability and health issues. Yeah. And uh, at the moment, we have we do have a rise in the aging population, and the NHS no longer treat minor foot conditions. Mm. So these minor foot conditions actually manifest and become more serious issues, and these uh, thus you know the lifestyles become yes. So I thought about it, and I thought, what can we actually do to make a difference? And um, yes, I was seeing this on a daily basis. Yeah. And when I got home to my significant other half. He as well used to complain a lot about his foot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we just thought about it. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. I, I suffered from a lot of foot conditions myself. Mm. And um, it caused a lot of inconvenience taking time off work. And as such, myself and Rochelle sat down, did a bit of research, and then we stumbled across the FHP course. And so we decided, there we go. We go into it and we became, we studied and became FHPs. Mm. But also juggling work commitments. And taking time off work gave me the idea of actually you know, providing a mobile service, mm. foot care health yep. service, to people in the comfort of their own home, but in the, towards the evenings and the weekends. Yeah. And it's more convenient. Yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. definitely more convenient. Yes. And I, and I agree with you, you. There are so many. I, I know of elderly people who sort of limp around, and it's only when you question it, they can't any longer cut their yes. own toenails. That's correct. And it's very sad that they feel they can't reach out to people for someone to help them, a member of the family or whatever. Definitely. Um, what are the most common conditions that you tend to treat? I think most common would be corns and calluses that we come across. Yeah. Love yeah. corns and calluses, basically, which are hardened skin that develop on the, f- on the feet. Yeah. And the second one being, I think, would be verrucas. As well, now we're being quite warm yeah. in the moist areas. So, verrucas are warts, accordance in the soles of your feet. Mm. Um, yeah. Tunia pedipus also, yeah. Yeah. very common, which is an a, a athlete's foot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Very common now because of the summer months. Yeah. But things like calluses and corns, is there any way people can prevent them? With calluses and corns, it's mainly with friction. Okay. So it's a body's reaction to friction and pressure. Oh. And so it's a defense mechanism. So wearing well-fitted shoes yeah. as well, so there's enough space in your toes. Um, and also, uh, it's, it's with athletes as well. If you're on your feet 
all day long as well. You've got to wear comfortable shoes mm. as well as insoles as well to, yeah. to, to help support to that help as well. the weight distribution. So exactly. So that's one way of pre- preventing calluses. But corns are more continuous frictions. Okay. Uh, yeah, and they have a center to it, which can become quite painful because it presses down on your nerve yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So you, you tend to see a lot of, well, I know I've had a corn before now on the top of my toe, yeah. sort of where a shoe particularly mm-hmm. presses down Friction. on it. And we yeah. always advise our patients when they're shopping for well-fitted shoes, try and do it towards the end of the day when mm. the feet swell up. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, because yeah, yeah. as the day progresses, the feet kind of swells up. Yeah. And also, I think the important thing about calluses and corns is the care of your feet using a moisturizing cream. Yes. Which then keeps it supple and soft. Yeah, no, that mm-hmm. is a, a really good thing to do. Um, now, I met you because I did have a couple <laughs> of rookers. You did. <laughs> <laughs> which were quite stubborn. Um, rookers are quite common in adult, adults, so how do people catch them? Uh, I think most verrucas, because verrucas are caused by the HPV uh, virus. Yeah. And uh, I think people actually catch them by walking barefoot. Okay. Yeah, in public places. We always say, please, please put your sandals on, Mm. especially when going to swimming pools because of the moist and uh, warm environment. Um, Also, they're very prone to bleeding. Verrucas are very prone to bleeding. Oh, okay. So this also spreads the infection. Yeah. So try not to um, share shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think towels. mine. I think mine was was from yoga. Was it? Yeah. Because I okay. very rarely use a public swimming pool. Mm-hmm. So it must have been the only thing I could think of where I'd been bare feet in public would be yoga. Yoga. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Any moist environment. Yeah. Yeah. What a, is there a pain? They are pain, <laughs> definitely. So, so we know we've already sort of suggested that lots of people are suffering from pain or or embarrassing mm-hmm. foot issues that prohibit them from literally confidently living the confines of their home to seek foot care, and especially older people. Why do you think they find it so embarrassing? I think, like I said earlier on because they've had minor foot conditions that have manifested and become very serious conditions. Mm. So that has um, prevented them from actually seeking treatment. So they're very embarrassed. We come a lot, don't we? come across a lot of patients who are very embarrassed because of their feet. Absolutely. And they don't want to go out to travel, leave the confines of the home. Yeah, to travel. To travel and to go to get that sorted out. So within the confines of the home, it's better for them yeah which is great that you offer that that at home service because I know I I love the fact that I can just be at home (laughs) (laughs) and you can come and see me there Um, so let's reassure people that that when you do go to their home that they can feel comfortable what happens at the first appointment we understand the importance of arriving with a friendly disposition Mm -hmm. but in order to make patients feel at ease we start off the day by asking them to get comfortable with a cuppa Okay. Always a yeah. cuppa. Or a gin and tonic in my case. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but... <laughs> and then whilst we document the, the medical history, the current medication, um, and foot care concerns, and that's imperative to ensure there's no contraindications mm-hmm. to it. So a full foot assessment is then uh, carried out prior to or an initial treatment mm-hmm. to ascertain any feet health uh, risks. And best treatment options... Uh, 
And based on this, we discuss a treatment plan and move forward. So the initial assessment can last anything up to 60 minutes. Yeah, okay. it does last. Okay. Um, and I can guarantee, uh, I can sort of reassure people that you, you know, you are sort of lovely and calm and just <laughs> nice try. people to have in, in your home. Um, I think the best way, we've already talked a little bit about avoiding feet issues and mm-hmm. how to look after your feet in the first place, but can you give us a few more um, hints and tips on how we can look after our feet? Yeah, I mean, some simple tips would be using a foot file to keep hard skin, which is a callus, at bay, mm-hmm. to use a moisturizing cream uh, mm-hmm. containing urea, uh, 10% as minimum, um, and if you can go for a walk, even if it's just around the house, exercising your feet will help your circulation and keep yeah. the joints moving as yeah. well. And washing your feet on a daily, uh, using warm but not hot water. And, and a mild soap as well. Absolutely, a mild soap. Mm-hmm. Drying your feet well, especially between the toes. Mm. People f- tend to forget that as well. And don't share the toes or shoes. And when you're applying moisturizer, don't apply it between your toes. Oh, I think I a breathing ground for, yeah, for fungal <laughs> yeah, infection. Yeah, that's definitely a yeah. breathing ground for yeah. fungal infections. Cause they just a couple more yeah. is the changing of your socks and uh, or stockings every day. Yeah. Yes. But choose cotton mix or wool mix socks. Yeah. Bamboo cotton socks are ideal. Oh, they're lovely. I love bamboo socks. Really Mm. nice. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And we've talked a little bit about um, uh, the the cream to use with Mm -hmm. urea. Tell us what urea is, because some people might not know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an active ingredient that actually breaks down the callus. Okay. So it's used to reduce callus formation. Okay. And it's Mm. we. And it's we. It's we. People might not know that. That's right. And I I had a lady in who made um, bees products, and she made a foot cream that had urea in. Yeah, yeah, and it is. It's it's uh, it's amazing stuff. Okay, one thing um, that I wanted to add is things about cutting your toenails because there are certain ways you should cut your toenails, aren't there? Yes, there is. You've got to cut your toenails straight across, following the curve at the end of your toe. but do not cut them down the sides or try to pick them from the sides but what that will result in is an ingrown toenail setting inside infections which could be nasty as well so straight across not too short as well absolutely susceptible to infection if it's too short Okay, and then if people want to be really really careful Mm. maybe take their own nail polish to salons Yes, definitely, definitely to prevent any cross-infection yeah. and, between and nail varnish. Sure, that's right. Make sure the salon you go to are sterilizing their tools that they yes. use. Yes, it that's doesn't hurt to ask the question. No. Yes. I have read something in the paper recently that a salon was closed down yes. because people were regularly getting infections in that salon. Mm-hmm. So it's always worth people checking that and, definitely. and making sure that the salon they're going to has or has good procedures in no, place. No, absolutely. Non-sterilized tools at a uh, pedicure salon um, yeah. can increase your risk yeah. yeah so it's always nice to ask the question mm-hmm. yes yes well. it is okay well guys we're running out of time but we need to know how people can contact you so do you want to give us your website yes okay. it's www.footcarebyus.co.uk all word or find us on facebook, facebook. Yes. search foot care by us Okay, and um, on the website there's all the contact details. Absolutely, all the contact details how to get in touch. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much for coming in to talk to us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. So that was Renesh and Rochelle talking to us today about how to look after your feet. 
Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. 